Enchanted Tiki Talk is brought to you by Kingdom Strollers. Our premium stroller and crib rentals are delivered straight to your Disney or Orlando area resort. It couldn't be easier. Book yours at KingdomStrollers.com. And Mouse Pros. Let our travel specialists plan your next vacation. Our concierge level service gives you the perfect hassle-free vacation. Get your free quote from Sean or any of our magical agents at MousePros.com. And Mickey Monthly. The Disney fans' monthly subscription box that brings the magic right to your door. Visit them at MickeyMonthly.com. And Bob. Woody sunglasses. Don't let glare ruin your magical view. These premium wood frame polarized sunglasses will let you tour the parks in style. Visit them at woodies.com. And now, it's show time. Vahidi Mekyoni Mana, ladies and gentlemen, no flashbulbs, please. Our performers are temperamental and easily upset. Thank you for your cooperation. Oh, look at all the people. My goodness, you're all staring at us. We better start the show rolling. Wait, wait. We forgot to wake up the Glee Club. Hey, howdy, hey, and welcome to Enchanted Tiki Talk. We are your hosts. I'm Sean. I'm Keith. I'm Matt. I'm Scott. And I'm Alan. So grab yourself a Dole Whip or a citrus roll, pull up a chair, and enjoy the show. This is episode 207 for the week of October 8th, 2017. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to a fantabulous episode of Enchanted Tiki Talk. Why is this so fantabulous? Because wow. Matt is not here. Yes. No, <laughs> wow. that is not true. Matt's not here. Well, but <laughs> it's not fantastic because he's not here. How do you know? Well, you haven't heard the episode yet. Fantabulous. Oh. <laughs> I mean, Matt's like the Forrest Gump of the show, you know? He's like this. He's very slow, and he talks really funny. <laughs> I'm like, I'm curious to you know, like the listeners out there, listeners out there, who do you actually think sounds the funniest? I don't, not not in a bad way, but who whose voice entertains? Oh yeah, you that's most? not going to be in a bad way at all. <laughs> yeah, good. What is what does each person sound like? They've got to give us a character. Oh, I know, right? Like, what what our character be? Like, oh lord. Like Matt is definitely. I don't want to know. And Scott, Scott is the no. guy, is the kid from the train on. Uh, it's a or, Disney character. It has to be like a Disney character, though. Why? Because we're are a Disney podcast. So if they're gonna give us a character, it should at least be a Disney character. Well, that's gonna be harder, I guess. I don't know. I couldn't do. I don't know. I'd have to think about it. Somebody else can think about it because I don't feel like thinking about it. <laughs> Jesse, I'm talking to you. You could figure this out. Yeah, Mustardo is not a character. <laughs> Mustard. He's real. He is real. <laughs> Nightmares are real. I'm just waiting for somebody to send me some fan mail with artwork or a 3D printed image of uh, Mustardo. That would be <laughs> awesome. Like if I got a 3D printed image of uh, a 3D printed figure of Mustardo, I'd die. I'd Either that or like a fan letter with a bunch of mustard smeared all over it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but. Once again, I we said it before, I'll say it again. We have a Enchanted Tiki Talk meetup coming up on November 4th, Saturday, November 4th, from 1 p.m. to about 1.30 in front of the Enchanted Tiki Room. You get to meet all four of us, um, even Matt. Matt's going to. And some of our uh, people will be with us, whatever you want to call them. You know, They're called people. family members. Family members. I'm not bringing my family members. I'm bringing a friend of mine with me. So... 
If you if you see some our next people week, will see your people. Yeah. yeah. So you can get autographs and, and pictures of everybody, not just me. You know, autograph cards and yeah, autograph. We'll hand out autograph cards. Yeah, <laughs> like like Walt did. Already pre-signed. You just yep. hand them yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. We'll just whip those out and throw them, and then uh, I'm sure we'll find them on the ground everywhere exactly. <laughs> later on. So. All right, so um, that's all I have for this opening segment of Enchanted Tiki Talk. Oh, well then, I guess we're done. Throw it to a break, Sean. Break time. Ladies and gentlemen, it's short time. Here are your 25 questions to answer before time is up. Don't fall out of that noble perch, it's Perch Talk. This segment of Perch Talk is brought to you by Trader Sam's Coffee. Brew. A happy place. Hey everyone, this is Scott, and I'm here with Katie, which is at Sasagula SB on Twitter, and we are at Epcot. Just got off of one of the very last rides of Universe of Energy. Now we're sitting under Spaceship Earth, and we're going to do a perch talk. So, Katie, you've got two minutes, 25 questions. Nothing hard. It's just whatever comes to mind with it. Okay, let's do it. All right. First question: Favorite Disney World theme park? Epcot. Favorite land in Magic Kingdom? Fantasyland. Favorite souvenir? Uh, an ornament. Favorite quick service? Uh, flame tree. Favorite table service? Tiffins. Favorite on-site hotel? Uh, beach club. Favorite show? Uh, Festival of Lion King. Favorite parade? Uh, Festival of Fantasy. <laughs> Favorite fireworks? Uh, illumination. Favorite Epcot Pavilion? Italy. Favorite time of the year to attend Disney World? January. Monorail or ferry boat? Monorail. Favorite thrill ride? Everest. Dole Whip or Citrus Swirl? Citrus Swirl. Favorite Main Street shop? The Emporium. Favorite princess? Aurora. Favorite prince? Prince Eric. Favorite Disney song? Um... That's what friends are for, from the Jungle Book. Nice. Favorite non-Disney movie, but Disney brands like Lucasfilm, Marvel. Oh, um, um, I really like Captain America. Nice. Favorite sweet treat. Citrus Swirl. I already said that. Favorite street performer or band. Um, jeez, this is so hard. I like. Um, Oh, gosh. We can't find ours. I'm like, we should just get new ones. Favorite Disney, uh, no, least favorite attraction. We can get new ones every year. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I think I just got Ellen's No. Shame on you. Favorite Disney bar or lounge? The Dawa bar. Favorite pool on property? And then I got a. I like the Little Mermaid pool at Artemis. And how do you tour World Showcase? Mexico or Canada? Mexico. Nice. All within two minutes. Well done. See, it's not that bad. I know, I couldn't think of a band. That's all right. All right, signing off from Epcot for now. We are back from a fantabuloso break. Wasn't that fantabuloso? Sure. And guess what, folks? <laughs> Matt is still not here. I was going to say Scott, <laughs> but Matt is not here. still not here, which is good. This is very Wishful good. thinking. Yes. <laughs> so, this week on Enchanted Tiki Talk, we have a listener email slash instant message slash uh, private message, message, Facebook message that we received from 
Brent Batiste, or like Keith likes to call him, Brent Batiste. So I think it's Batiste. So, uh, you know, let me know if um, Keith is wrong. Maybe it's or, um, Baddest. Oh, maybe it's Baddest. Yeah, great. Okay, but Baddest Brent, day. here is Brent's question. He goes, I have a work-related trip. Yeah, I, my voice just went up like seven hours. Wow, yeah. <laughs> Pull your pants out a little. Get those off of there. I have a work-related trip back to Orlando on the calendar for February, and we'll have one day in Disney by myself. I'm trying to decide between spending a relaxing day at one park, either Magic Kingdom or Epcot, or hold on to Mickey ears getting a park hopper and doing four parks in one day. It would obviously obviously be very full day, but I think I could create quite an adventure and some really cool memories. I'd most likely seek to hit two to three main attractions in each park, Although I'd have a really hard time limiting my time attractions at Magic Kingdom, my favorite park by far, which is mine as well, if I took it on the if I took on the four park challenge, do you have any suggestions, tips, advice? Don't do it. Even thoughts on the order <laughs> in which to hit the parks and suggested transportation to and from. Um, and and then um, I'll actually have a second day free on this trip, and I'm planning on enjoying the resorts, Monorail, Disney Springs, and just take things a bit slower that day. Lastly, with things being a work trick, I'm going alone. I've never done Disney solo. Any thoughts on that? Thanks again for the show. And thank you, Sean, for putting together such an awesome show and having this fantabulous voice. Oh, wow, way to ad lib and add some, uh, wow. some fluff in the end there. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Brent, for <laughs> <That's> a... <laughs> acknowledging me. That's a lot of at least, fluff. At least he thinks you're fantabulous. I'm yes, not going to yeah. go into why he thinks that. But. Yeah, Brent, let us know why you think that. Just let me know why, and I'll tell the guys. <laughs> so I'm there's sure you a to just tell you. <laughs> so there's a lot happening here. So um, first, let's think. Let's 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 talk about doing Disney solo here. Um, Keith has never done Disney solo. Scott I... has done Disney solo many times. I have done Disney solo. So um, for me, visiting the park solo is great because one, I can go to the bathroom whenever I want. I can hold it as long <laughs> as I want. I can eat when I want, drink when I want, and nobody can tell me otherwise. Some <laughs> downsides of traveling by yourself is that when you go to the bathroom and you have a drink in your hand, well, now you have nobody to hold your drink. So you're going to have to go to the bathroom and hold your drink. So that's kind of a downside. But, uh, you know, but you it's a lot of fun traveling solo because you can meet, you know, a lot of different people, especially when you're waiting in line for an attraction that you've been there, you know, that could have a 30 minute wait or whatever it is. And you could strike up a lot of conversations and make and possibly make some friends in the for the long run, especially when it's in the cooler weather in February, because people will be more inclined to talk to you because they're not uh, fetting to death. So, um. I, I think that doing solo is a lot of fun and it's something I think that everybody should do at least once in their life just because it's a completely different experience versus going with uh, a spouse or friend or going with family. When you're going with family, it's like a whole nother level, you know, groups of kids, you know, kids, multi-generational families, but going solo is a lot of fun. You can get a lot more done on a solo trip. Yeah, you can. Like I said, you don't have to stop and worry about one person going to pee, one person thirsty. You're just worried about yourself. And and with the, every, how everybody is today, everybody's so, so self-centered. All we do is care about ourselves. This is perfect. 
I have always wanted to actually try this, and I think I might actually, um, like next year sometime. Exactly that. I mean, it's, you're not concerned about if somebody hates roller coasters or somebody is tired. It just it seems like a much easier trip as far as like like the mental stress of it. Yeah, I mean, I can speak from experience. Like you said, Sean, I've probably done easily three to four hundred solo trips myself. You know, just day trips, whatever they were. But there's just something about doing the parks at your own pace and not feeling rushed and doing anything that you really can focus on what you want. So I have to ha- ask, if you've really done three to 400 solo trips, how many times have you pooped in Walt Disney World in, a, in the theme park? Oh, easy, like 6,000. That's a lot of pooping. Wow. A lot, a lot of hub poop. That's a lot of poop. <laughs> hub poop. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag hub poop. Again. <laughs> Had to bring it back. Yeah, all right. So let's let's talk about the next phase of the questions here. Um, we don't need to worry about so much as him going in February because uh, depending on when, you know, it could be busy, could be slow, but Festival of the Arts will be going on. So he's definitely going to want to hit up. Uh, well, we'll figure it out. But he's talking about either doing Magic Kingdom or Epcot or maybe, maybe, maybe doing four parks in one day. Who here would be up for, you know, it's going to cost him an extra 60 bucks or so to do the four parks in one day who here maybe not necessarily scott but keith traveling down there for one day would you do would you spend the extra 60 bucks and do four parks in one day absolutely everybody knows that like i am like a park hound anyway and i love to be at the parks i love to be in the parks and so rush around and do as much as i possibly can and especially in Brent's case, he does have at second day that's a slower, easy pace, just like resort and springs day. So if you know that you have that at second day already, why not just like blow it out and do <laughs> as much as you possibly can for that one day? Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll, even though you didn't ask for mine, I'm going to give my opinion anyways. The best part of February, like you've said many times, is not not knowing the exact dates and whether it's a race weekend or if there's something going on, but February I think is one of the best, if not the best month to go to Disney because of crowd levels. I think that would be the perfect opportunity to do all four parks because you wouldn't still have to feel rushed and still get, you know, your two to three attractions, if not more in each park. Um, And with it being a shorter day as well, you also get to experience the day and night as opposed to, having to spend 12 hours of daylight and wait for a nighttime show or the fireworks, whatever it may be. Well, because realistically, the only park you could really spend the entire day and ride attraction after attraction would be the Magic Kingdom. So, Right. And if you don't mind spending the extra money, I would say definitely do the four parks in one day. Uh, not necessarily that it's a challenge, but do the four parks in one day. And with the four parks in one day, so now you have to like you, you the next part of it is you're asking like which order do you do it in so that's the tough question because you need to find out which park's going to be open the latest so right you want to kind of pick the day that magic kingdom is going to be open the latest because you're going to want to spend more time at, at nighttime there at the magic kingdom maybe in february you could probably do both epcot and the magic kingdom if it's magic kingdom's open till maybe 11 so you can spend you know, uh, you know, because the sun will set around six ish, right? Five yeah, it's not, yeah, it's not earlier. Five thirty, whatever it is. So I would hang out until Epcot until 
maybe seven. And if Magic Kings open to eleven o'clock, I would hit. I would do four hours at the Magic Kingdom to end my day. So, but to start to start the day, I guess I would probably say I'm gonna start. I'm gonna get up bright and early, and I'm gonna do Pandora first thing and get to the park a half hour before it opens and try to do some of the attractions there in in Pandora. Um, I haven't ridden it yet, so I can't. I, I'm just I'm not speaking from experience yet, but um, I would definitely try to do that and hit Flight of Passage without using a fast pass. And I would try yeah. to not use any fast passes at Animal Kingdom. Get there before the park opens, hit as many big name attractions as you possibly could, and then do Studios and then Epcot and then Magic Kingdom. That's kind of the route I would go. That is the correct order. Like you said, hitting Pandora first thing. Also, you're going to have the animals on Safari active right. first thing in the morning. Um, hit up Everest and, you know, maybe Lion King or Nemo if you're into shows. Otherwise, I would I would do Pandora, Safari, Everest, and then head to studios, get that done for the morning, and then go to Epcot right in time, you know, start there for lunch. Spend several hours, like you said, until dusk, and then end your night at Magic Kingdom. I think, you know, ending at Magic Kingdom is, is obviously the way to go. It's going to be your last impression from that, that day trip, so definitely that that order is the way to do it yeah well i kind of had a different one obviously okay well yours is wrong exactly (laughs) you're wrong sir i chose a couple of days and i checked the park times in february and the magic kingdom actually like closed at eight o'clock or nine o'clock well what that might change epcot was open until like 10 so um yeah i started off the day at the studios, it is the fastest park that you can get through. You can easily do um, like Tower Terror, Toy Story, and Star Tours. Hit those three. I did actually do the fast passes for Animal Kingdom as like my second park. Forget the the Flight of Passage as well as Expedition Everest. Hit those two knocked out, which are the two like must do attractions for me. Get some lunch there at Flame Tree, uh, which I love Flame Tree anyway. And then I would hit, hit the Magic Kingdom um, and do as many like of the shorter wait times that you can. Uh, fill but he's our magic. No, it's not going to work because he wants hit main sure. attractions in each park. So I mean, that's something we could talk about next. But fill her magic is not a main attraction. That's not. That's not something well, he's going to uh, want to go uh, see. But you have to prioritize. I mean, uh, you're not going to get to see every main attraction in each park. It's impossible with the wait times that they have now. Well, no, listen, you want to use you want to do Animal Kingdom and and not use your fast passes. You want to get that done out of the way, not use fast passes. Studios. You can use I would use I would use the fast passes in studios because Epcot's you're wasting your fast passes anyway. I don't, I don't honestly. I don't even know that I would use fast passes in any of the three parks until Magic Kingdom. Because if you're done with Animal Kingdom early enough, you can get to Magic or to MGM. MGM. You can get to Studios and still probably get through in February. Most of those in the morning with little to minimal wait. Epcot because you're not going to need them. I would secure your fast passes for your main attractions in, Animal, in uh, Magic Kingdom, especially since you're going there last. Yeah, but the thing. I, I can understand. I, I was thinking that as well. But the one thing I was thinking about with Magic Kingdom is that w- if you're going to hit Mine Train up, have Mine Train hit Mine Train a minute before the park closes, so that way 
you're online, you're going to get onto the attraction before you, the, the park's closing, so you're going to get an extra hour in the park anyway. So you're getting spending that much more time in the Magic Kingdom. That's that's my thinking to closing out, you know, that park. Sure, maybe using three fast passes, doing it on, on Space Mountain, Big Thunder Mountain, and um, something else. Just say Peter Pan, and then doing your last ride at um, the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Yeah, I can see that. You know, I mean, I, under- I understand Keith's, Keith's viewpoint on that, but I, I would not be I would not be going to, if I'm doing four parks in one day. Mickey's Philharmonic Magic is the absolute last thing I'm going to be be trying for. I mean, there's I mean I would be shooting for Pirates, Haunted Mansion, Big Thunder Mountain, uh, Space Mountain, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. I would shoot for um, Jungle Cruise. You know, there's so many more options than than hitting Mickey's Philharmonic Magic. Yeah, well, and I mean, even in busy time, that's still a walk on too. Right. So if you're going to hit two to three main attractions in each park, which ones are you going to go to? So let's just start. I mean, we already know that. Well, Animal Kingdom we already know. Animal Kingdom we talked about. Um, studios, I would. You be, only have two to three rides. Yeah, I'd be doing um, Terror Terror, Aerosmith, which is a rock and roller coaster. And then. I, I mean, wouldn't. Could, I would do Tower of Terror and Star Tours, maybe Midway Mania. Yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd leave. Uh, rock and roller coaster out, but you're scared of that. Oh no, I love that. Well, that's a long. It's going to be a longer line. Typically, that line's always longer than Tower of Terror. Um, and then you go to Epcot, and then Epcot Soarin'. Soarin'. A lot of the times, you can get on that attraction in less than forty minutes now with uh, with the extra show. Sometimes even under thirty, right. even less. I say we went last Friday night. What was it the first full weekend? Maybe second weekend of food and wine. Uh-huh. And even at it was like six seven o'clock, Soren had a twenty five minute standby. Oh wow, really? Yeah. Oh wow. So yeah, that's definitely one you can put. And then you have test um, track. Test track, which single rider you'll get in there in less than twenty minutes for the most part. Right. Um, and then Frozen, yeah, you can't do Frozen. No, Spaceship Earth. Uh, spaceship. Well, what else would you do there? Well, then you're gonna want to do the countries. You're gonna want to walk the country. So I would probably just stick to well, two attractions. Well, that's what you save it. Well, no, I think you do the countries and, and you eat. Yes, true, yeah, because the Festival of the Arts will be going on, so you're going to want to do that, spend some time trying out some of the different specialty items that you're going to find at the Festival of the Arts. I don't. There's no menu out yet, so we can't even tell you what to try. But right. when we were there um, earlier this year, Scott, you know, it, it was fun. There were some good, solid choices to try on there. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's, it's a, a mini food and wine. I mean, a lot of the similar booths, but... If anything, I think some of the items were probably a better choice than even what Food & Wine has. Right. Uh, then you head over to the Magic Kingdom. In Magic Kingdom, this is where you know I, I, I rattled off some names before. There's so many good choices when it comes to the Magic Kingdom. You're going to... like The Magic Kingdom is going to be like where you're going to try to do the most attractions by the end of the night and see how many attractions you can get in. And you're also going to want to have like a Citrus Swirl or the Dole Whip Swirl is back at the Magic Kingdom. So you want to try one of those two. Yeah, you're going to be rushing all over that park, just watching wait times and doing it as you can. Like I said, that's the the beauty of going solo. And you're obviously, well, I would say you'd want to stay and watch the fireworks for sure. Yeah. Okay, next part of the question is, we talked about the in which order we hit the parks. He suggested transportation to and from. So 
Transportation from Epcot to Magic Kingdom would be monorail. That's going to be the easiest yep. way. Studios, well, you can certainly take the boat or walk it, which walking is a lot of times going to be quicker. Right. So then it's going to leave you Animal Kingdom to studios. and or Your only option is bus. Only option is bus, but I would okay. do Uber because that would be, you can get there about eight bucks. I mean, really anywhere if you're going to, if you're not going to do it in our particular order, then, um, you know, Uber, you, you might want to Uber a little bit more, but I would certainly Uber from uh, Animal Kingdom to studios because it's going to be the quickest option. And you'll you'll have more time in your in your in your pocket. I mean, even if you want, even if you want to Uber from Studios to Epcot, you could do that. You could go right over to. You could I think go you'd to, end up spending more time on that, though. Yeah, I think I think the fa- I think you're right on your main transportation issue you're going into is Animal Kingdom to Studios. Yep. Studios, you walk to Epcot, and Epcot, you're taking the monorail over. Yep. So it's really a matter of is the bus there or. Yeah, I've, I've not been to the actual bus loop in a while to see if it has if, the wait if, times like they do the resorts of no, when the next no. one's coming. But if the bus is there, then do bus, if not Uber. Yeah. Okay, next part of the question is, I'll actually have a second day free on this trip, and I was planning on enjoying resorts. The monorail Disney Springs is just taking it a little bit slower. Let's see, what would be the... So you want to resort hop a little bit there. I would personally... There's your monorail loop. Yeah, there's your monorail loop. Personally, I think breakfast, I would head over to the Polynesian and grab some Tonga Toast for breakfast. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just trying to think, like, because you're by yourself. That Better would be- yet, start at, start at Fort Wilderness, do Trails Inn Buffet. Yeah, it's like, what, 17 bucks? And then, yeah, I mean, it's super cheap, especially for breakfast. And then from there, take the boat to Magic Kingdom. Enjoy that nice boat ride, yeah, and then get on the monorail resort loop um, and hop from there. Spend some time taking pictures. Check out if you've never been to the Contemporary before. Check out the big mural there because that is like a, a hidden gem of, of Walt Disney World. Um, that's always fun. And you know what you really should do is, is try to head over to Wilderness Lodge too and check out the Wilderness yep. Lodge, the expansion that they've done over there. That's they done a, they did an incredible job over there. I would I would definitely check that out. Well, and you can even boat from Fort Wilderness to Wilderness yep. Lodge, and then yeah. boat from Wilderness Lodge to Magic Kingdom, and then monorail from there. Yeah, I would do that first. I would. That's the route I would do. Yeah, yeah. and then after hitting up um, the uh, the the Magic Kingdom area resorts. Uh, I guess get off the TTC and go to Disney Springs. But maybe the, I'm just trying to think in the middle of the afternoon. Disney Springs is a little bit better at night, so I'm trying, I'm to, trying think, to think like, for lunch. Lunch, but uh, but you've got dinner options. I mean, same. I mean, thing. there's plenty of plenty dinner, of dinner options, but there's there going to head over to Jock Lindsay's at night. Um, right during the day. I mean, it's fine during the day, but nighttime it's 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 such a completely, completely different. different atmosphere there. Um, Disney Springs, there's so much to. I would do some bar hopping. I would definitely, yeah. I would. Yeah. You know what I would do is I don't. Well, I don't know if you're really a drinker, but if you are, is definitely hit up Jack Lindsay's, and I would probably end my night back at the Polynesian and try to head over to Trader Sam's because Trader Sam's is a lot of fun. Well, there you go. Yeah, it's um, a good way to end it. Yeah, it's a great way to end it. And then I'm trying to think what else. Uh, I mean, you go do a little shopping. You're probably gonna have to bring back some souvenirs, so definitely hit up the Springs. I'm not a big fan of the Lux Burger. Everybody raves about it. I, I was not a big fan of that. 
Scott likes sprinkles in, in the springs. Um, Blaze Pizza is always good. I enjoy Blaze Pizza down there. But the fish and chips from uh, uh, Corks of Dublin, them. right? Cooks of Dublin. Cooks of Dublin. That's incredible. I think that's, those are great fish and chips there. I would go there and have some dinner, grab a pint or something like that as well. You've always got the Earl sandwich. Yep, Earl sandwich if you want to go cheap on the cheaper route. And and if you just want a sandwich, that's a great way to go. Uh, Paradiso, not Paradiso. Plus you'll uh, have uh, the Edison will be open yep, by then, I the think. Edison Wine Bar George will be open. I mean, you'll have so many options, especially at night. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they're... Like they say, the world is your oyster. So Disney Springs is like your oyster. There's so much to do down there. But I would definitely spend some... I don't necessarily necessarily think I would spend so much time at the Epcot area resorts. You certainly could. I mean, there's still a lot to do there. But yeah. I would definitely want to spend... End my night at the Polynesian. Or, or even do the monorail crawl at night and hit the, the, the bars along there. So if you've got... I think Magic Kingdom resorts in the morning... I'm just trying to think what for the afternoon. I mean, do you go and do a, a winter Summerland or Fantasia Gardens or, you know, do a mini golf or do one of the, the activities in the afternoon? I don't know so if I could. have got a full day. I don't know if I'd want a mini golf by myself. I don't think that's a lot of fun. Right. That's the only thing I'm thinking. Yeah. But it's trying to think, you know, the, there's plenty of filler space in there. Oh, you know what I would do? I, honestly, what I would do by myself is rent a, a pontoon boat by the Magic Kingdom at Wilderness Lodge or the Grand Floridian or something like that or, or the Polynesian. That's fine because you're going to get a different, you'll get a completely different viewpoint and it'll, it'll be a lot of fun. Just riding around, taking your time. It's not that expensive. Um, True. But that's fun. That's different. Even uh, start at Riverside, get a pontoon there and ride up and down the Sasagula and, and when you go to return it, take the, um, the boat from there down at Disney Springs. True. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I think that's all I can think of. Yeah, I mean you're going to be busy doing if you're if you're doing all four parks, you're going to want to relax. So I don't know that I would necessarily rush and try to get a whole lot in that day and just like I said just casually take it in. It's the beauty of the solo trip. So if you were on a two, what sit down restaurant would you go to if you were by yourself in Springs? Wait, wait. if I would want like actual sit down or if I would want quick service. No, not quick service. Let's say you want to you want to enjoy yourself for a meal. Where would you go? Honestly, when I ate Planet Hollywood, those ribs that I had there were incredible and it's a, a fun atmosphere that you're not going to feel out of place being by yourself there. I was thinking paddlefish. If you can get an, a view upstairs at night, that would be like be perfect to relax at. Or even Boathouse sitting outside because February your weather is going to be perfect. Yes, yep. Or once again, Jock Lindsay's, grab a drink, some appetizers. That's probably the, that's probably the better way to go. Yeah, Maybe. I'd pick one of the places out, outdoor seating. Yeah, because February it is perfect at night. Yeah. Or you just scratch that, you get a two-day ticket. <laughs> <laughs> Forget all we said, do two days. Yeah, just start, start this all over. Ignore everything we've just discussed. Right. Um, I think that's all I have for that. I'm trying to, yeah, I think that's the perfect way to do it. Yeah, I mean, if I had two days, that's that's how I would do my two days. Yeah, me too. All right. Well, since Matt is not here and I don't have the closing with me, I'm going to throw it 
over to a previously used closing for Enchanted Tiki Talk. But for um, Scott and Keith, who has disappeared, this is Sean. And for Matt, who's not here, Fantabuloso. <laughs> Aloha. All right, so that's going to do it for this week. First, we want to thank our, our sponsors, Kingdom Strollers. Book your premium stroller and crib rental at kingdomstrollers.com. And Mickey Monthly, get the magic of the parks delivered to your door at mickeymonthly.com. You want to decorate those boring magic bands? Make sure you check out the customized decals at myfantasybands.com. Use the code ENCHANTEDTIKITALK20 to save 20% off your order. Let the vacation experts at mousepros.com plan your next perfect Disney vacation. Get a clear view of the parks with Woody's polarized sunglasses. Check out all their wood frame styles at woodies.com. Make sure you check out our store at redbubble.com slash podcast. And connect with us on social media. You can find us on Facebook at Enchanted Tiki Talk. Instagram's at Enchanted... Instagram and Twitter's at Tiki Talk Podcast. Uh, Leave us a message on the Tiki Talk hotline, which is 256-4MY-TIKI. And make sure you rate us on iTunes. And you can find me on Twitter at One Minute Disney Dream. That's 1-M-I-N, Disney Dream. MouseWorldVacations.com and MousePros.com. And you can find Keith on all social media at Dole Whip Daily. And you can find Scott at, I don't know, Scotty Boy and Scott A. Campbell and... and Disney Springs. And Disney Springs, yes. <laughs> I'm on Twitter and Instagram at mholly579. Hope you guys enjoyed our rambling. Alan, take it away, bud. Thanks for listening this week. For Sean and Keith and Matt, I'm Alan. And this has been Enchanted Tiki Talk. Aloha.
celebration, and today, the president of the Walt Disney World Resort, George A. Calabrinas. Since 
very beginning. They have not only entertained guests with their talents for 35 years, they have created iconic moments from their signature acapella entertainment at the American Adventure to their seasonal performances during the 4th of July and Disney's Candlelight Procession. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, here to perform a brand new musical tribute, please welcome the Voices of Liberty.
Enchanted Tiki Talk has been brought to you by MousePros.com. Let us plan your perfect Disney vacation. And MickeyMonthly.com, where you can get the park sent directly to you. And by KingdomStrollers.com, for all your premium stroller and crib rental needs. Also by Trader Sam's Coffee. Why not brew some magic in your home? And finally, Woody's.com. Sunglasses for a glare-free view of the magic. For all of us here, I'm David Benter. Thanks for listening to Enchanted Tiki Talk.